Hi, everyone. A massive welcome to today's Altcoin Bible, my favorite episode of the week. We've been covering Shiba Inu, Ethereum, and Matic. I'm going to tell you which one in order, the Cherry Ripe, the one to watch, and the Danger Zone is as we go. But first of all, Bitcoin fails its attempt at 25,000. Not entirely uh, shocking in, when you consider the enormity of the resistance there at 25,000. Cells were just layering in time after time. And why it is such a consequential level at 25,000? Well, it's because of the 200-week moving average. Whenever Bitcoin is on top of that, generally marks the floor in the bear market. There are other indicators as well, which you can start to layer on top of one another. But for now, 25,000 is that key level. And today as well, we've seen stocks fall off a cliff. We'll also uh, seen US Treasury yields start to rocket the US dollar as well. So really not a great environment for a further bullish move through resistance, but that is okay. We're now looking for a nice pullback, see where that lands. But uh, so far, it is not a calamity. Uh, we're still in that, that positive up market trend. So now we're going to be looking at some altcoins to see how they're behaving, which ones are showing relative strength, ones that we should be really interested in. Now, I've been umming and ahhing before doing this episode. Was I going to do uh, one is my chariot, one is my one to watch? I wasn't sure, but I've settled on Matic as my cherry ripe for a couple of reasons, and I'll just go through them. One, Matic has been on an absolute tear for fundamental reasons. So at the end of March, I believe, uh, they're moving towards a ZK roll-up phase. So they're uh, starting to launch you know, the next phase of their layer two progress, which is getting so much attention. Now, Matic has amazing marketing and has tremendous real world partners, including uh, Instagram last time, I believe, also Disney and a few others. Um, so when you look at it in that context, Matic seems like a very good risk reward play here. Also considering that Matic, again, has been on a tear, it is showing positive momentum and really want to ride that, that trend for as long as possible. And I don't think we've reached that buy the rumor, sell the news point where generally we see a sell or the, the crypto really start to anticipate and ramp into an event that's coming up in the end of March and then fall away. Uh, generally, uh, Matic of late anyway has just been showing relative strength throughout the start of the year and whatnot. So I'm not sure it's going to just end out in March. I think this is maybe the start of something bigger, but uh, definitely Matic is interesting for me because it has already broken out of the local highs. It's created a new, not all-time high, but it's created a new multi-year. So 2022, we've gone through all the 2022. So we've definitely made a new high for this year and for 2022. You can see the last high back in 2022, November, was over here at about $1.30 and a big retracement since then, all the way back to this very key support level, which we've been covering a lot. So we've had Matic in these episodes uh, time and again. But you can see that tear that Matic has been on since those lows. It is up 108%. So congrats if you bought Matic down there. But again, what I see now is we've broken out of that previous high over here back in November. You can see very, very clearly a smash up. I've just marked that resistance zone that is now turned support. So in fact, let me make it even more obvious to you what I'm looking at here. So this box here was resistance on the way out. You see wick, wick, and it finally breached it. And now what are we doing here? We are coming back. And this is an incredibly bullish sign. I know you see all these red candles, you think, oh no, the world's falling in. But this is exactly what you want to see to see a positive trend uh, continue. It's having that nice pullback uh, from that high there down. So it's about 14%, really not too crazy in crypto terms, 14% back into this heavy resistance zone, which is now flipped support. And that is what you want to see if you want, uh, and I'll get my brush out, if you want to see this kind of movement to happen. 
so that is exactly what we want. We want to see traders, we want to see investors taking their profits, it being absorbed by the market and new buyers coming in at you know lower levels at support where they find uh, value. So if we just get out the Fibonacci retracement tool here, draw it from the swing low to the swing high of this entire movement, it is finding beautiful confluence support at the 0.5 retracement, so 50% retracement from the high. Uh, and also it's nudging down towards 0.618, but I don't know if it will get there down at, you know, just under $1.30. It absolutely could. Don't get me wrong. But right now, I want to see at the end of uh, today, at least, and over the next few days, I want to see Matic absolutely bottom on this 0.5 level. And if these candles continue to close above this 0.5 level, I'm going to be much more confident that Matic has actually found a local floor here and it's just a recharging before it's going to go higher. So for me, Matic looks still really, really nice just in a broad sense. So uh, don't let red candles fool you. Make sure to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. This is textbook in terms of breakout and uh, flip resistance to support. So hopefully that does hold. Uh, but right now it is looking reasonably good, but very hard to tell until you know some of these candles close. RSI still shows that you know momentum and strength is with the bulls because in this high area we could start looking at you know resist levels and support and divergence and all that. But for me right now it's above oh, let's say 60. Well, no, it's above let's say that last floor which was 54, 55. So as long as it's above that, it's in a nice higher movement level. It wants to get into this power zone to really ride. So about 70 gets in there, it's probably cracking back through. But shorter term, absolutely, it's broken down from that. Uh, descending triangle blitzed right through it and that will have to work itself out but I think it's around this area they're going to see so uh, I think Matic is absolutely cherry ripe this is the area you'd like to buy if you're a shorter term investor even if you're mid to longer term you're playing into that uh, next move and that next area is really that those high areas that we've got up here around $1.73 another sell point would be around $2 so I think it, it definitely has a runway to get there uh, and also, if we check, just check up the volume profiles on the right-hand side, which is just so, so important when you are uh, visualising where price can get to and when it could fall, where it could fall, rather. Let me zoom out so I can gather everything. Excuse me, my computer is running a little slow. Uh, but yes, just on the right-hand side here, we can see that, uh, well, that's perfect. We can see that... Oh, just a smidge so we can take that data in. We're coming to retest this huge block of volume here, but once we're on top of this area here, you know, dollar sixty. We just say we do break out here, get on that dollar sixty area. There's really not a lot of volume on top of that area, and it should really start to move towards that two dollars. Uh, you know, once it's through, let's say dollar seventy. So that's kind of my thesis and outlook for Matic. All right, Ethereum, and this was my other one that I thought could easily be a cherry ripe, but I've moved it back to one to watch. I'm so bullish on Ethereum based on just the year ahead and if Bitcoin continues to positivity because it has not made a, a, a lower low when FTX happened, whereas Bitcoin did. And it doesn't have, you know, 200 week moving average sitting above it, stopping it from moving higher. What it does have above it now uh, is a very, very uh, consequential range high. So we can see here the last couple of years, well, not couple of years, but um, since the lunar crash FTX, we've just been oscillating uh, back and forth, there's been patterns developing in uh, all that. But broadly, we've been oscillated between this green line here and this green line. That's all the range means. And then you've got different buffer zones and all that kind of stuff there. We're now, this is, you can see the trend, the breakout of that triangle up to that range high. We've been consolidating this flag, had a bit of a freak out at the downside, a bit of a liquidity grab. We're right back into it. And now we're consolidating at resistance. Ethereum breaks 1720. She's off to the races. She'll go to, you know, $2,000 really, really quick. I was just seeing a bit of a break on the RSI that it, it's, you know, breaking out and wants to move high in terms of momentum. So that's key for me as well. 
this may look to come down and test some lower levels again, but as long as it is in this uptrending channel, this, you know, bull flag, whatever you like to call it, uh, it is trending under that resistance. And the more times resistance gets tagged, the weaker it gets. So sellers get weaker and weaker and weaker. The bulls just keep coming back to the party. So Ethereum is absolutely one to watch. And bear in mind, if Ethereum absolutely cracks and runs, ERC20 tokens, the tokens that are built on Ethereum, are going to run as well. Um, I don't really foresee Ethereum breaking out here unless Bitcoin really finds a floor around 24,000, 26,500, that sort of thing. I'd, it's not an environment where we have a ton of liquidity moving into the space and Ethereum can just run by itself. Uh, Bitcoin really wants to find that stability because um, then it will give that Ethereum the move to, uh, or the liquidity to move higher. That's just my opinion. If we were in a full-blown bull market, then Ethereum, sure, could break out here at any moment uh, with liquidity and it's looking really, really nice. Uh, but even if Bitcoin was falling, um, but in a non-bull market where we are at the moment, we're in a positive uptrend, but we're not in a high liquidity environment. Uh, you're looking at the Fed and all that kind of stuff, which would cover a lot more. Uh, until that happens, we really have to watch Bitcoin for strength, see those liquidity, liquidity flows rather than move into more higher risk, more speculative stuff outside. All right. Um, and sorry, just in terms of Ethereum, if you're looking at maybe entry points, I'd be buying entry points or I'd be looking at, you know, getting entries uh, into a possible move higher inside this flag structure. I'd also be whipping out the Fibonacci retracement to see what there is lower. Uh, but there are some points here where I wouldn't like it. And that's if we start losing, you know, these structural levels, you know, 1500 and we're coming down to the lower range area. But well, they only want to be in this if you're looking for a shorter term trade. Uh, if you're a longer term investor, you just hoover up Ethereum here no matter what and DCA as it falls down. Uh, but here's a really good spot if you're looking to capture those, um, you know, $2,000 levels. All right, let's move on to my danger zone. Um, so Shibarium is coming, uh, which is the uh, Shib metaverse. And uh, that is, you know, garnering some excitement. It's had a lot of um, mini pumps within pumps as people come out with more news and that. But it is my danger zone just in a technical sense. Because I look at this and I'm seeing price grind up along this very obvious trend line, but I'm seeing the RSI be quite divergent to that. So strength in the bulls is just going down through the floor. Meanwhile, price is coming higher. That is a horrible sign. And you can see here that it hasn't beaten this, yeah, this overhead resistance, which I've got plotted there. And it's confluent with this you know, trend line, which it has actually fallen down from. This to me looks like a pretty obvious short position uh, to take uh, in a trade. And you, you generally see it come down that way. Uh, if we draw out our uh, Fibra tracement, that's probably exactly where I, I think it ends up around about there, 1180 uh, for a bounce. Uh, generally, you know, to be a higher high probability, you want to see it break the structure, but you can also, you know, get into something up here on that trend line. But for me, this is a clear divergence of bull strength falling off. And then your FIB levels, you can start if you're a, you know, dollar cost average buyer or a longer term investor. You look at some of these levels. What do we got there? That's the, uh, the 200. That's the 200 moving average on the daily is down at uh, 10.95. So that would be lovely if you get another entry at that. Uh, but just broadly, if you're seeing stuff just grind up uh, higher like this, and it sees no deviation to the downside, uh, generally it's coming if you're seeing the strength waning away. So divergence is an absolute silver bullet for looking at these markets. So that is why SHIB is my danger zone. I would change that thesis and, and how I would invalidate that in my own mind. If say SHIB suddenly rallies here, gets above this key horizontal support and then flips it as uh, a key horizontal resistance and flips it as support. So something like this, if the next candle comes here, bounces off this fib 
comes up here and then moves like that, I can see that absolutely having And on here, you'd want to see the RSI breakout as well. So that's what would invalidate for me. However, probabilities for me, just um, gauging on how strong this overhead resistance should be, uh, yeah, it should fall away. But then again, this is not taking into fundamentals. Maybe there's a token burn. Maybe there's something, you know, Shabarium is starting to kick off, you know, next week or something. That could really pump it higher. And you want to be really, really careful if you're doing derivatives here, you know, perpetual shorting and longing with leverage because that's when you can really get in trouble. Um, so, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day and we'll catch you again next time. Bye.